The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 253. I hope that you guys are doing marvellously well today and if you are struggling with OCD or anxiety then you can get a free session with me. To get that all you need to do is to head over to my website robertjamescoaching.com. There you can use my Calendly and uh, you can book that free session or if you prefer you can send me a message and let me know about what you're uh, struggling with. Now, in the uh, previous podcast, if you did happen to listen to it, uh, you may be wondering uh, what was the result of uh, my proposal. Well, she said yes, and it was a very nerve-wracking morning, but the afternoon was most definitely worth it. So if you did pay pay attention to that, if you do struggle with uh, relationship OCD, then, um, you know, I hope it was uh, helpful for you in, in some way. Now, in today's podcast... Um, I'm going to be talking about the difference between positive and negative distraction. Um, distraction sometimes gets bad press, um, you know, almost as if it's it's something that you shouldn't be doing. You know, you should be allowing yourself to just feel your anxiety uh, and accepting it. And, you know, you shouldn't be distracting yourself because that can just become another compulsion. However, if we do distraction in a positive way, um, you know, by by gently redirecting our our focus with a certain quality, a mindful quality to it. If we focus our attention onto values, for example, then actually distraction can be a useful tool. Um, just so long as you're not doing it all the time. Some of the time, you need to be able to just chill. Uh, you know, without actually having to do anything in order to to not pay attention to to OCD. So uh, this is a really important area, I think, something that uh, when you get it right, it will really help you with with OCD. Um, If you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. And if you could also subscribe um, to your uh, podcast app of choice, that would really help the podcast as well. So many thanks, guys. And I really hope that you enjoy. The problem with distraction isn't that, the, uh, that we aren't paying attention to our obsessions. Uh, that, as you are only too aware, is actually often a huge relief. I mean, of course, if we are no longer caught up in the BS narrative that our obsessions create, then we are actually going to start um, feeling you know, quite a lot better. But unfortunately, distraction is not just about paying attention to the obsessions. It has an ugly underbelly to it. And that is you know, that is why we try to distract ourselves from our emotions. The problem with this is that the more we try to ignore these challenging emotions, the more challenging they become. 
until over time, an emotion that could have actually potentially been manageable uh, if we gave it the time of day that it needed, begins to snowball into something that's viewed as unbearable. Of course, it is bearable when paid attention to in the right way. But again, the narrative tries to trick us into thinking that it's not. Um, If we're not careful, this can quickly turn into a kind of game of whack-a-mole. Each time we think that we have actually distracted ourselves from the OCD, a new obsession pops up from nowhere. And we have to busy ourselves with with something in order to not think about it. Um, Bring to mind... Uh, if you will, an exuberant and proud man trying to show off his prowess at whack-a-mole to his beautiful date. Now, he may start off well uh, dealing with each of these pesky little moles as they bring their heads up, but at some point they start coming too fast, one after another or even two or three at the same time, and the unsuspecting date looks on in alarm as her potential new partner, in a frenzy of mole-whacking determination, tries to rain down a final reckoning on the cheeky little furballs. Uh, It seems, though, that his efforts are, unfortunately, in vain, because no matter how hard he tries, there is always another mole waiting to take the place of the previous one. And at some point, he becomes tired and gives up. Now, I think this kind of fairground analogy, uh, you know, is actually fairly, it's actually a fairly good description of, of how I personally used to try to deal with OCD. Uh, Distraction was my main weapon and I used to, uh, I used it to the point of exhaustion. Now, is this something that you actually recognize in yourself? Do you keep incessantly busy? Is there always something that you have to do in order to keep your mind quiet? Now, as the title of today's podcast suggests, Uh, Not all distraction is bad. In fact, sometimes it can be a helpful tool. But we need to make sure that we aren't coming at it from a place of avoidance or a place of anger and that we're actually, you know, really trying to be mindful and allowing ourselves to feel our emotions. Um, There's a really big difference between mindfully redirecting your attention onto a valued activity uh, than distracting yourself with an un a very unhealthy uh, activity. And to be honest, if done in the wrong way, even distracting yourself with valued activities can become compulsive and lead to the OCD actually getting worse over time. So how can we use distraction in a positive way so as not to aggravate the OCD in the long term, but rather to give us a helpful tool in letting go of um, unwanted obsessions? So I think that the answer lies in the quality of consciousness that we bring to the task. Are we simply going to try and escape from our emotions when they show up? Or are we going to try something else? Um, What works for me and also for a lot of my clients is to practice actually tuning into what you're feeling uh, before redirecting your attention onto other things. Uh, being a Wim Hof instructor, for me, one of the best tools I've actually found for this is to use breath work to create a little bit of space for the difficult sensations in the body. Um, if you'd like to experiment with this, then you can. Um, see if the next time you know that you find yourself a little bit overwhelmed by an obsession, um, rather than distracting yourself right away, 
see if you can actually tune into the body and what you're feeling. Uh, where are you most aware of the anxiety, for example, in your body? Um, some typical places that you, you might find are the stomach uh, and chest, the shoulders and neck, uh, the head or even sometimes the jaw. If you can't identify a particular place, see if you can just become more aware of that general feeling of anxiety. Can you notice the level of intensity, perhaps even score it out of 10? Um, the next step then is to take two or three deep and slow breaths. Really try to slow it right down and breathe deeply as low as possible into the abdomen. Uh, and then, you know, after you've done this, I'd like you to check back in with that anxiety and just see what's happened by by allowing yourself to slow down for a few breaths, um, you know, by creating a bit of space in this way. Ha has your anxiety changed a little bit? So bring your attention back to the body and then perhaps go back to the breath again. And as you're, as you're doing this, really try to be curious about what you're feeling. This is really the, the key to it, to use the breath and to use curiosity uh, together. You know, by breathing in like this, we're actually really trying to create that space uh, for the uncomfortable sensations, giving them some airtime and the message that actually, you know, they are allowed. We don't have to just get rid of them or constantly distract ourselves from them. Um, having done this, you know, you've actually practiced allowing yourself to feel your emotions. Uh, in my experience after doing this, I'm in a much better place then to redirect my attention uh, mindfully rather than forcefully. Um, you know, there is a, a subtle but huge difference here by giving your emotions the time of day and then actually practicing mindfully redirecting your focus onto uh, a present orientated activity, you are actually reducing the resistance to both your emotions and your thoughts. Um, you're being a lot more self-compassionate in the process by giving yourself the message that I'm allowed to feel and I'm, I'm allowed to, to actually just be for a while. I don't have to be incessantly busy. It's okay for me to just chill. And, uh, and do something, you know, which doesn't actually fully occupy my mind. And if the thoughts come up, well, that's okay. I can just practice this breathing activity. Um, you know, I can, I can sit, I can breathe, I can allow myself to check in without having to fill every spare endless minute with busyness. Um, but when it does come, you know, to, to kind of getting busy again, I can actually do so with the knowledge that I'm giving myself you know, what I need and I'm actually helping myself to move towards healing rather than just perpetuating the cycle of OCD. Um, you know, I, I think this will give you an added peace of mind in a sense that you're actually moving in a positive direction. Like with all things OCD, it takes practice. OCD is a habit of mind and undoing these patterns of thinking and doing might take time and patience but if you keep practicing then surely uh, in the end uh, things will get better and sure, um, most definitely that has been my experience. Um, so there we go guys, I really hope that uh, you found that one helpful today. Um, this is a really important area as I said at the start, if you can start to use distraction in a positive way um, you know, I think it can really help you with, with OCD. So often 
one of the big problems with OCD is we're getting lost in these stories and narratives that we tell ourselves. Um, you know, and once we can start letting go of the habit of doing that and putting our attention onto more helpful things, OCD uh, begins to change, you know, uh, on, on its own a little bit. Of course, we sh- you know, should still be doing other things like um, ERP exposure work, uh, these other things that are helpful as well. But um, I do find that this particular technique has been really, really helpful for me. And it's very much related to um, acceptance commitment therapy. So there we go, guys. Uh, I really hope that you enjoyed and see you next time. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.